and myself different from that person. That thing that happens automatically when I project atmatam selfness upon what is not self. Meaning the body, mind, sense complex which is not the self upon that I project the idea of self. And effectively confine myself to one body, mind, sense complex. And therefore look at everything outside that is different from me. And that is how the difference, call it duality, call it separation, call it division is created. And Upanishads say, Dvitiyadvai Bhayam Bhavati, wherever this division is there. That is why from that division the fear is born. Fear is born of that division. But there is going to be an anxiety. See, when someone is different from me, and I am someone different from someone, I, it's always a matter of my conjecture as to what this person has in mind, you know. Because you never know. Anybody, even if you can estimate or infer something, but still you cannot. So the uncertainty is there. Anxiety is there. What, how, if I am saying something, how will it be taken? That person is saying something. What is the intention behind that? See, all of these are matter of conjecture. When duality is there, separated, then the projection takes place in one way. When love is there, then you think in a different way. So love makes us think in a different way. What that person is right. Everything is right. Otherwise, when division is there, always anxiety there, suspicion there, and therefore potential of fear is always there. <coughs> Meaning, potential of all sorrow is right there in not duality, in perception of duality. In projection of duality, duality is not there. It is for this anger to look upon this chain as different from it. Chain is different from me, I am different from chain. That is called division. Then this chain always causes, you know, look at this, you know, what all it has which I do not have. Or, you know. So immediately the chain limits me and I limit, the, you know, I am limited by the chain because I am not the chain, therefore what the chain is I am not. So immediately the presentation of chain creates in me a sense of lack of what I don't have, what I am not. So that lack, want, immediately comparison goes on, superiority, inferiority. All these things take place when there are two independent entities. So Vedanta teaches the source of all our sorrow. Because when you compare Either we feel that we are superior or we are inferior, either way there is always a problem. Inferior, of course I feel bad, superior also then the need to retain the superiority and then you look down upon somebody and then. So Vedanta teaches that this perception of duality is the source of all this sorrow, all this sorrow in our life. So understand that Vedanta provides very sophisticated solution. 
we take for granted other problems we have solved, you see, through karma yoga, etc., and the local things are already solved. They are most fundamental things. That means that Vedanta becomes useful to us. When these basic problems become important to us, where were you, how did you come, all this stuff is important so long, this doesn't come into picture, you know. At what level are we living our life? Living your life at a very gross level, then those, then the solutions are different. But when we are living life at a little sophisticated, spiritual level, that is when all this becomes relevant to us. And so, that is why sadhana, chatushtaya, but meaning that a person enjoying relatively purity of mind, and therefore these all these things of the world, they, they don't bother him. Now, bothers him the fundamental things. So, Vedanta provides fundamental solutions to the problem. Provided we are ready to understand and use that fundamental solution. Understand what is the fundamental problem. As long as problem is he says something, I say something, so long it's okay. If I realize that problem is duality, that that person is different, I am different, that's the problem, then this is the solution. What he gave me, what he, if that stuff is there, then the solutions are different. Then become compassionate, become generous, become this, become, the values become the, 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 the mean, you know, so, solving the problem. So perhaps people feel we don't need this, yeah. But as we understand what is the basis of this difficulties in our life, sorrow in our life, then realize that this superimposition caused by ignorance is a problem. And therefore knowledge is a solution. So knowledge becomes a solution only when it is clear to us that ignorance is a source of problem. As long as I say that my job is a problem, my boss is a problem, this is a problem, etc., so long, should apply those kind of solutions. When I realize that self-ignorance is the cause of my problem, then self-knowledge becomes solution. Then this becomes relevant to us. The text giving us self-knowledge becomes relevant to us when we realize when self-knowledge is important to us, when you understood that it is self-ignorance that is the root of all my sadness and happiness sorrow. <coughs> Continuing with the verse 53, Nanu prakasa tamasoriva paraspar viruddhat subhavayo dvaita dvaitayo kuta ekadikaratvamiti See, you are saying that you are seeing duality and you should see non-duality. How can one eye become the focus center of duality as well as non-duality? Either there is duality or non-duality. Prakasya tamasohoyo, like the light, light and darkness are opposed to each other because they have totally contradictory nature. 
Similarly, Dvaita and Advaita also are like Prakashatam because they are totally contradictory in nature. Now, how can both of them exist in one locus? How can it be that if duality, I am right now the locus of duality, how can I become locus of non-duality? Right now, I perceive duality. So who am I? I am the one who sees duality. So one who sees duality, how can he see non-duality? Because non-duality is opposed to duality. So question is, how can one person be ignorant as well as knowledgeable or seeing duality and, not, and non-duality? How can it be? Avastha Vedat. Because of the two avasthas, ignorance and knowledge. So person who is the locus of ignorance alone becomes a person who is the locus of knowledge. So that is what he said in the next verse. Yatra jnanat bhavet dvaitam itaras tatra pasyade atmatvena yada sarvam Yatra Agnanat Dvaitam Ivabhavet Yatra Vin Yatra Agnana Avasthayam When in the state of ignorance Dvaitam Ivabhavet Agnanena so because of ignorance, one habitually projects duality. Ignorance, first of all, creates projection of individuality upon myself. And that is how projects duality upon everything other than I. So first, sense of individuality is projected upon me by identifying the body-mind-sense complex. And then I project duality upon others because they are all different from me. So, yatra agnana dvaitam eva bhavet. Where in a state of ignorance, because of ignorance, where there is as though duality. So, dvaitam eva, as though duality. Why is it? Because there is no duality. And still this fellow sees duality because of ignorance. So, as though sees the duality. Itaras tatra pasyate, then he sees someone different from himself. So how does this ignorance play itself in our life? See, yatra itaram pasyate. See, this uh, text is also given in the translation. For when, on the page 47, for when there is duality as it were, one sees another, smells another, that's all English. So sees another. People are designed, you know, they, they, they close the book. <laughs> but that's why we... Yatrai dvaitam eva bhavati. For when... There is duality as it were. Tat itara itaram pasyadi. One sees another 
Itaraha Itaram Pashadi. One sees the other. Itara Itaram Jigrati. One smells something different from oneself. One hears something different from oneself. Talks to someone different from oneself. Things of someone different from oneself. The idea is that the subject-object duality is created. Because of ignorance, how do I split? When there is only one self or one conscious, one Brahman, I split the two by projecting the subject-object duality. I project upon myself the idea of drashta, the seer. So I call myself drashta, grata, shrota, abhivakta, manta, vijnata. First I project upon myself the idea of vijnata, knower, manta, thinker. Then abhivadita, abhivadita means speaker. Hearer, smeller, seer. And then upon you I project what? The smell, the scene. Seer is subject, the scene is the object. So ignorance project creates the projection of the subject-object duality where such a thing is not there. What is is one consciousness, one self. For example, it is because of ignorance. This Bengal creates. Bengal sees things that I am different, the chain is different. Chain thinks that I am different, Bengal is different. Then this Bengal talks to the chain. One talks to the other. You follow? The Bengal sees the chain. One sees the other. So here, Seen, talker, speaker, spoken to, subject, object, this fellow does the same thing, of course. So when we do not know what the true nature of ourselves is, meaning when the bangle does not know that its nature is called, when the bangle takes itself to be merely a name and form, then naturally all names and forms and functions are different. This one is one name, form and function. So another name in form and function. Therefore now projects upon itself the idea of subject, seer, hearer, thinker, knower. Upon this, the thought, the known, the seen, subject, object. For that, two must be different. Itara, itaram, pashyati. One sees the other. Meaning what that? The otherness is created. If he sees that, he thinks that I am seeing someone different from me. Meaning that he projects otherness upon somebody and then sees I am the seer and this one is seen. You follow? The subject, object are two entities. So upon this, upon me, I project the seerness. Upon this, this fellow projects otherness and then says, Hey you! What are you doing? Why did you come here? What are you talking? Etc. etc. Subject object. Itaraha 
ఇతరం పశ్యతి ఇతర ఇతరం శృణుతి ఇతర ఇతరం అభివృద్ధతి ఇతర ఇతరం మనుతే ఇతర ఇతరం విజానాది సో దిస్ ఇస్ వాట్ హ్యాపెన్స్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ విజ్ఞానస్ ఆత్మత్వేనేరాసురం నేతరస్తత్ర చాణ్వీ వెన్ దిస్ బెంగల్ రియలైజెస్ ఐఎమ్ గోల్డ్ ఇతర ది అదర్ నెస్ నో రిమెన్స్ ఇన్ దిస్ చైన్ వెన్ దిస్ బెంగల్ లుక్స్ అపాన్ ఇట్ సెల్ దిస్ గోల్డ్ then when bengal's perception of itself changes and it sees itself as gold then how will it see this chain also as gold that eternness otherness doesn't remain if otherness does not remain then it is not there also only projected so what is projected alone will go by knowledge if there is a real duality knowledge will not remove that chain is in essence different from bengal and no knowledge and nothing can remove what is real but because the otherness is projected therefore in the wake of the true knowledge of self otherness goes away that's all all problems are solved now there is you know they become what in one there is no fear bengal is fear from the chain as long as chain is different what does it mean why is it here why is it like this twisted like this where is not straight the chain things okay there are two of them and i am one so what can they do to me moment otherness comes all kinds of politics comes all manipulation comes all maneuvering comes all control comes because i feel unsafe insecure i must control this thing to feel secure control comes and there abuse of rights and all kinds of that it is how see all the problems that the human society has the other society doesn't have that problem they don't project that kind of duality as we project they project there was some fear etc but then we have a very enhanced degree of fear and complexes because of evolved self consciousness therefore you can see how moment otherness is projected the chain can become friend can become an enemy if chain conducts itself in one way this will be accepted some other way he rejected acceptance rejection likes dislikes attachment aversion suhrun mitrari udasi suhrun mitra ari udasina madhyasya dvesha bandhu papi sadhu all brands are given to this suhrun is my friend udasina doesn't care for me madhyasya papi sinar all these brands are given always to other you don't brand yourself so moment you brand this one then immediately how you are going to respond to that will he is a sinner we take care he certain that watch out all strategies are there and all protection mechanism is there you know defense mechanism everything comes from what otherness 
dvaitam eva pashyadi as though because the Radhanath is projected, it's not in reality. Atmatvenayara sarvam moment, this, this Bengal recognition gold, sannaitaraha, the otherness automatically goes away from this. Tatrana anuvapi, there is not anu, not even the slightest otherness between the Bengal and the gold when Bengal recognizes the self as gold. Yatravasatam atmavivabhut, tat kenikam pashet, kenikam jigret, kenikam shunyat, kenikam avivadet, kenikam manvita, kenikam vijanya, etc., etc. On the other hand, see, moment this follows, perception of the self changes. That I am gold. Everything becomes atma. This also becomes gold. This also becomes I, you know. Moment the I is shifted to the goal, then everything becomes I, is it not so? Sarap Atma Yabhut, what formerly is Atma Anatma, always become Atma, is that? It's not become. He just does not project the otherness, and therefore, once you stop projecting, what is this? Yatrava Sarap Atma Yabhut, for this wise person, it becomes Atma, which it was. Tatra, then who is the seer and who is the seen? In one, there cannot split of the subject-object. So seer is subject, the seen is object. The subject-object split can be there only when there are two. There cannot be, I cannot be my own seer. I cannot be my own hearer, you follow? I cannot simultaneously split myself into Subject knowledge. I cannot ride on my own bootstrap. Cannot ride on my shoulder. Cannot objectify myself. Alright. Suppose this happens, so what? Nanu Dvaita Darshana Kapurshadhari. Suppose now and stop seeing this duality. Sees everything is Atma. Kapurushatha. What goal is served? What purpose is served? What human end is achieved? Please tell us. Then the next one. All from Upanishads, one after the other. Now, next quotation comes from Ishavasya Upanishad. Says here. Yasmin Sarvani Bhutani Shatmatvena Vijanata Navaitasya Bhavain Moha Nachashoko Dvidiyata So comes the Ishavasya Upanishad. What does it say? Just means Savani Bhutani, Atmeva Bhutvijanata, Tatra Komoha, Kashoka, Egatvam, Anupashyata, on page 48. <coughs> then a person realizes all beings to be his very self. Yatratu Saram Atmeva Bhut. When a person realizes, Sarvam, 
ऑल बीइंग सर्वाणुभूतानि आत्मैवाभूत यस्मिन इन द स्टेट ऑफ नॉलेज और रियलाइजेशन ऑफ विजडम सर्वाणुभूतानि आत्मैवाभूत ऑल बीइंग रियलाइजेस ऑल बीइंग्स टू हिज ओन सेल्फ इज माय सेल्फ आई रियलाइज ऑल बीइंग इज माय सेल्फ कशोक है देन वेरी द क्वेश्चन ऑफ एनी मोह डिल्यूजन और शोक सारो एकत्वम अनुपश्यत है फॉर दिस वाइस पर्सन हु सीज एकत्वम और नॉन डिवालिटी वे इज ओकेजन फॉर डिल्यूजन वेर इज दिन फॉर सारो ओकेजन इज गॉन है तत्र को मोह How can there be delusion? How can there be sorrow? When one sees one's own self everywhere, like the bengal seeing the gold in all of them. Of course, when the bengal sees gold in itself, it will see gold everywhere. Because my perception, others determine my perception of myself. So all we need to do is to change our perception of ourselves. Other thing will automatically happen. So I know myself as gold, but then still, how do I know that this is gold? You know, because that's the reality. So oh, that fellow says, you know, how come this fellow doesn't go out? I, I, I taught him that he's not a cat; he's a human being. Still doesn't go out. Why? Because he says, I know that I'm not a cat, but how do I know the dogs know me? So Swamiji is, I know that I am self, I am Satchidananda, but how do I know that there is, yes, we know you are Satchidananda, automatically that's all you see, that's what it is. Yasmin Sevani Bhutani Atmatvena Vijanataha, in the Yasmin means seventh case, in that state means in that state of knowledge. Sarvani Bhutani Atmatvena Vijanataha, one realizes, one sees all the beings as identified with the self. Navi Tasya Bhavayan Moha, that's a shoko advitiyataha, that does not arise as neither delusion nor sorrow as a consequence of the absence of duality. न भवे मोह न भवे शोक वाय अद्वितीय तथा फिफ्थ केस अद्वितीय इज हेतु अद्वितीय बिकॉज ऑफ द अद्वितीयता बिकॉज ऑफ द नॉन ड्यूवालिटी बिकॉज ऑफ एब्सेंस ऑफ ड्यूवालिटी इट इज अ परसिव ड्यूवालिटी दैट कॉज ऑल दी ग्रीफ एंड सॉरो वेन दर इज नॉट देयर दिस नो ओकेजन ऑफ ग्रीफ एंड सॉरो So Vedanta provides solution to this fundamental problem. So what? So this is the source of the Bhagavad Gita, because Vashikara there identifies Arjuna's problem is shoka and moha, grief and delusion. Grief is very evident. Arjuna is grieving. What's the reason for that grief? Grief is there, of course. What's the reason for the grief? Moha. What's a moha? Delusion. What's a delusion? That I am an individual self. Swajanam hi katamatva. They are my people. I am theirs. They are mine. 
So this projection is what causes the sorrow. <coughs> so because of non-duality being the truth, who says non-duality is the truth? Where is the evidence of that? So next verse, quote is that a quote set of evidence. Ayamatmahi Brahmaiva you can see Bruhadaranyaka is all the uh, Samagri, you know. It's a very vast Upanishad and there were so many discussions are there and so many jewels are there. Upanishad, of course, is nothing but a garden of jewels, but Bhagavad has number of jewels, Ratna. Idi Bhagavad The Shruti in the form of Bhagavad Upanishad has Nirdhayatam, has ascertained. What is the Asate? I am Atmai Brahma Eva. I am is this, this is evident to me. I am is the self-evident self is Brahma Eva, is none other than Brahma, is nothing other than Brahma, is what has been ascertained by Bhagavad So this is also a Mahavakya. So you know what are the four Mahavakyas? Tattvamasi, then? Aham Brahmasmi, I am Atma Brahma, Pragnanam Brahma, I am Atma Brahma, that's this one here. That statement appears in two Upanishads. You know, in the Bhagavad where else does it appear? In Mandukya. Therefore, when it's I am Atma Brahma, they always refer to Mandukya Upanishad. It comes from which Veda? Mandukya Upanishad belongs to which Veda? Atharva Veda. See, if you, this is Yajur Veda, Bhudhanyaka. It is another statement, Aham Brahma Asmi, that statement, Mahavakya comes from Bhudhanyaka, Yajur Veda. If Ayama Atma Brahma also comes from there, then one Veda is, is you know, is, is excluded, is left out. There, Ayama Atma Brahma is a statement from Mandukya, which is part of the Atharaveda. So each Veda has a Mahavakya. I mean, there are other Mahavakyas also, but then this predominant major statements from each Veda is taken as an illustration. I am Atmai Brahmaiva Sarvatmakataya Sthitaha. Sthitaha is what? Obtaining, existing is what? Sarvatmakata as a self of all. This self of mind is Brahman and that is the self of all. So that is why Bhagavad Gita teaches even this value. This can become, even if this is not our knowledge, we can make this our knowledge when we live a life which is based on this reality. So attitude results into knowledge. 
So when we adopt the attitude of non-duality, then someday non-duality becomes a knowledge. Sarvātmakataya sthitaya. The self of mind is Brahman, which obtains as a self of all. So this is what we want to realize. It cannot happen right away. Just as we cannot jump six feet right away from the ground, we require a volt pole to lift ourselves to that six feet, and then you can cross the barrier. You know, volt pole. Similarly, right away to know myself as Sarvatma is extremely difficult. That means I must grow to a point where it becomes possible for me to see this fact. Right now my mind is not available to see them. It is just, you know, concerned about so many things, millions of things. Where is the next meal coming from? What is the lunch? From beginning from there to all millions of... So this is not important right now. So I must evolve to a point where this becomes important to me. Then alone it will become knowledge. We cannot know something that is not important to us. We can know something provided that thing reveals itself to us, understand? Even a scientist can know something when. When what he wants to know favors him. It reveals itself to him. He needs this grace. So he must need the great atom. Whatever he wants to know, he established by bhakti, by total devotion, by total commitment. By total focus of attention, that is called devotion, he establishes a relationship of oneness with what he wants to know. That's when that thing reveals itself. That's how he knows. Meaning that we can know something provided what we want to know becomes favorable to us, blesses me by revealing itself to me. Then the bhakti becomes a means of knowledge. When I worship that, what do you mean to worship? When that becomes the most important thing to me, that is when I worship that. So when this knowledge becomes most important to me, then he says, okay, let me see whether you deserve it or not. That's called grace that we get when we have done our job of worshipping. Bhakti's attitude. Therefore, this reality of self being the self of all, we should worship that reality. Because Upanishad says, when you worship the self, then self reveals itself, himself to you. How do you worship the reality? By always keeping it in mind. How do you do that? In every interaction, Bring this as a basis. So Lord Krishna says, Atma Pamyena Sarvatra Sampashadiyarjuna Sukham Vayadivadukham Sayogi Paramamataha. He is a supreme yogi who brings to bear his own self in determining his response in every situation. Sukham vaya divadukham. 
just as I like to be happy, so also other one likes to be happy. So come, I do not want to be unhappy. Other one also does not want to be unhappy. Not only that, happy. I always try to make myself happy. I always avoid making myself unhappy. Then I should try to make the other person also happy. And avoid making that person unhappy. So every interaction, bring this. I should treat the other person as I treat myself. I am the most valuable to me. Then I accord equal value to the other person. Then someday that non-duality will become favorable to me. Why this is my way of worshipping non-duality. This is called bhakti. That I keep non-duality as a basis. I put myself in the position of the other person. Ask myself, how would I like to be treated if I was in that position? And treat that person in that way. Try. Treating is tough. It's not easy to do that because of our reaction. One in. I'm different that person. So the duality is so strong that mind does not sometimes permit me to put myself in that situation. But if I do that, the response I come up with will be response which is compatible to the reality which is non-duality. Paramo, that yogi who does it is supreme yogi. Right now we are not supreme yogi. But attempt to do a long time. When this becomes natural to me, Supreme Yogi, because he has not discovered the Self and the Self of all. So thus they give you the means also. The attitude is a means of knowledge. First comes attitude, which is called fake it till you make it. Attitude becomes a basis of knowledge. So karma yoga is attitude. It becomes the basis. What is attitude? Attitude of equanimity. Samatvam yoga uchyate, the sameness is called yoga. If I entertain the attitude for a great length of time, then samatvam, which is reality, will become the object of knowledge. So when you worship samatvam, equanimity, equanimity, then samatvam favors me and reveals itself to me. <clears throat> that same Atma is, 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 you know, this is nothing but manifested when we worship this. But since Atma is so subtle, incomprehensible to mind, so give it a tangible form. So when you worship a Devata, that is what we are worshipping the Self. Whether we know it or not. Because what Lord Krishna stands for is nothing but Satchitananda, nothing but the Self. But right now I start with duality. Ultimately it has to culminate into non-duality. So any kind of bhakti, whoever you worship even a stone, because there is only one reality to go there only, you know. 
If there was somebody other than Bhagavan, then of course my worship may go to some other place. So even if you worship the Tulsi plant, looks like all superstitious fellows are going and you know, going around and around trees. What is this? There also Bhagavan is there. So ultimately it goes there only. There is a verse which says, Sarvadeva namaskara keshavam padigachati. All the namaskara ultimately just as all the water ultimately goes where? To the ocean. Similarly, all the namaskara ultimately goes to him. Doesn't matter where you namaskara, who does it. Hindu, Muslim, doesn't, doesn't matter. It is, fortunately, this one, not the Hindu God is one, Muslim God is different, that they think that our God is superior, idiotic. How can we say our God and your God, you know? So they themselves splitting God into so many. Akashat patitam toyam yatha gachyati sagaram. The water that rains from the sky ultimately goes to the ocean. Whichever way it does. So sometimes this sudden rivers go straight. Tvei sankhyam yoga pasupati matam vaishnamimiti pravinne prasthane so this stotra, Mahimna Stotra, him, says that people seem to follow different paths. Ruchi naam vaichitra, because people's ruchi or liking are different. And so one fellow follows this, one fellow follows that, one fellow worships this, one fellow worships that. See, what a generous view is that. Some Sampradaya quoted three Vaidikas, Sankhyam, another one, Yoga, Pashupatimadam, another one, Vaishnava, and you can add millions if you want. Prabhinne, Prasthane, looks like all of these are different parts. Alright, how come everybody doesn't follow the same path? Ruchi, Nangvai, because everybody's disposition is different. The aptitude is different, the liking is different, so this was this one, that one. So you have whole, what do you call it, the uh, buffet, twenty-five items are there, this one. That one. You go to shop, this one, that one, not everything. But you bought this side and the other bought this one, because, because the dispositions and likings, you know, tastes are different. So when you find different people doing different things, it is because that, that, that state of mind is different, the likings are different. There were some paths astray and some paths take, are, you know, take a longer time. But Payasam Arnavaiva, Payasam, just all streams of water ultimately end up in the ocean. So also all the paths will lead to only one. That's a very generous view presented in that hymn. This is what Swami Vivekananda quoted when he went to the Parliament of Religions. That's the Hinduism. That's what Hinduism says. We do not exclude anybody, whether you're Christian, Muslim, whoever you are. We respect everybody. Others may not respect us a different thing. 
But this one respected because they realize this. There is only one Ishvara. Whether your worship is sophisticated or is very crude as it will be, like, you know, going around tree. Very crude worships are there. If you go to villages in India, all kinds of stuff are there. In a village, all you need to do is take a piece of cloth and tie it, you know, hang it on a tree. After one month, there will be hundred because, oh, there is something here. So somebody also does it. Somebody also does it. What they do is very crude. You can call it superstitious, whatever you want to call it. So Tulsidas, they say that when I worship this plant called Tulasi, with all my devotion, Tulasi remains what it is. It is I who gets transformed, you know. Tulasi remains what it is. I change. So whether a fellow is worshipping some tree or worshipping, that will remain what it is. But the very spirit of worship will, will change him, help him. So we don't condemn anything. So our Swami says that we have to, all the people who are in remote places, whether they are, you know, the uh, tribal people or whatever they call it, uh, reinforce their traditions. Whatever it is that they are worshipping. Don't unsettle their mind. Namuddhivedam janayetajnanam karmasanyanam Lord Krishna. Don't unsettle the mind of the people. Don't Attack their Shraddha. Shraddha is the most important wealth that anybody has. So no assault on Shraddha. He thinks that is God, yes, that is God. This is God, this is God. There is also God, there is everything, yeah, yes. What do you say is right? Because then he is reassured and then he does it with, you know, more vigor. That is important than what he believes. Doesn't matter what he believes. Whether he is God in here, that doesn't matter. Because what he does, he has an attitude of devotion. That's what will change him. Not the knowledge that changes as much as the attitudes. Then knowledge will finally change. But then it is bhakti or attitude that really, hopefully attitude is always in keeping with the reality. Then it will result into reality. So, Ayatma hai Brahmaiva, Sarvatma katayasthita hai. So, Guruvadarnika says that the Atma is Brahma alone, and the Atma alone obtains as the self of all. It is Nirdhartam Shutya, Guruvadarnika Samstya. So, in all of these uh, verses, beginning of 49 up to verse 55, seven verses, he said, the Brahma Rupatvam, Jagataha, Brahma Rupatvam, the Jagat is Brahma, everything is Brahma, the self of all. <coughs> so non-duality is asserted. The next question is, when we all see duality, when we experience duality, how can non-duality be true? How can non-duality be true? When all all you experience is duality, that can be only when duality is not real, is mithya. Only when duality is mithya, then the non-duality is satya. The jagat mithyatma is important. 
ब्रह्म सत्यम जगन मिथ्या जीवो ब्रह्म ही बनापो स्टेटमेंट एट्रीब्यूटिव आदि शंकराचार्य से ब्रह्म सत्यम जगन मिथ्या ब्रह्म इज रियल जगत इज मिथ्या जीवो ब्रह्म ही बनापति जीव इज नॉट अदर देन ब्रह्म therefore it is also important to assert in the unreality of the universe the mithyatma of the universe so the next several verses teach us how the jagat is mithya <coughs> so see is verse 56 anubhuto pyayam loka devaharakshamo pisanna असद्रूपो यथास्वत्न सो थिंग इज वेन दिस वर्ल्ड इज इन फ्रंट ऑफ मी एंड वर्ल्ड इज सोन कॉज एज लॉन्ग एज हाउ कैन आई बी फ्री फ्रॉम शो का बाय रिकग्नाइजिंग दैट वर्ल्ड इज मिथ्यास सेस अनुभव तो भी अयम लोक है अनुभूत है एक्सपीरियंस्ड अयम लोक इज वर्ल्ड दैट वर्ल्ड इज एक्सपीरियंस सी वेदांत दैट डज नॉट डिनाई अवर लाइफ डज नॉट एज वर्ल्ड डज एंड वेदांत डज से दैट इज नो वर्ल्ड थम्बड़ी में से दैट बट देन दे इज नो नीड टू से दैट इज नो वर्ल्ड दैट इज वर्ल्ड अनुभूतो भी अहम लोक है इवन दो दिस वर्ल्ड इज एक्सपीरियंस्ड व्यवहार क्षमो पिशन अप एंड इट सर्व ऑल प्रैक्टिकल पर्पजेस वी एक्सपीरियंस द वर्ल्ड एंड ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ द वर्ल्ड सर्व द पर्पज ऑल्सो दैट इज वाई वी थिंक इज सो रियल दैट पार्ट इज एन ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस एंड द पार्ट so the purpose of carrying the water filling the water and the water here also serves the purpose of quenching my thirst so then as how can you this is when we experience this the world is experienced not only experienced so the objects of the world in fact are useful they serve the purpose why is it say you know because There are the nayaikas. Everybody has their own definition of truth. So logicians and nayaikas, you know how they explain truth? Satyatam arthakriya karitam. That which serves the purpose is real. Thus, there are two kinds of water. A water that serves the purpose, and the water that does not serve the purpose. The water in this jar, jar serves the purpose. Which water would not serve the purpose? The mirage water. So that's why that is that is mitya. That is you know. So they also accept the mitya. But for them, this water is satyam. That water is mitya. So when we talk to people, we should know where they are coming from because you say something and he say something else, and we don't know where he is coming from. So Vedanta has to know where everybody is coming from. then only you can have a dialogue and then only you can show him where we are coming from so there was a statement 
Vyavaharakshamopishan. Even though the world is useful, serves a purpose, you follow? Even then, it is not real. Why? So what's our definition of real? Asad Rupayasa Uttarakshana Bhada. It is like dream. So just because something is useful does not establish its reality. Because in dream also the water like this is useful to me, it quenches my thirst. Meaning that when I am in dream, the dream objects also appear real, tangible and serve the purpose. If I am hungry in dream, if I get pizza, that appeases my hunger. Thirst in the dream, I drink coke, appeases my hunger. But then still, you will also agree the dream is not real. Fortunately, that agreement is there. They also agree that dream is not real. Then what's the reason of Vedanta that the dream is not real? Uttarakshana Bhagataha. Because next moment it is negated. Moment you wake up from the dream, the whole dream world disappears. This called Bhada, it is negated. So dream world is subject to being negated. What is subject to being negated is Mithya. What is Satyam? That which is not subject to being negated. Abhaditam Satyam. Bhadam is negation. Falsification. Rope snake example. The snake is called Mithya because it is subject to being falsified. Subject to being negated. Meaning when you show a torch there, the snake no more remains. Show any number of torches, the rope will remain. Rope is not subject to being negated, then what is satyam? And snake is subject to being negated, matter is mithya. So this is our definition of satyam and mithya. Abhaditam satyam. So satyam jnana anantam brahma. So brahman is there but described as satyam, abhaditam. Infallible, in, in, you know, Swami's words. But dream is what? Mithya, because Bhaditam. Uttara, next moment, moment I wake up, is no more there, it is negated. Then I realize, hey, that was dream, that's all Mithya. Oh, I won a lottery. Ah, Swami, you know, I thought I got ten million dollars. Very in dream, you got a, a penny in your pocket when you wake up, you know. So that is, that is gone. So, asadrupo yathasvapna. So this world also is what? Asadrupa is also asad. Asad, no, not non-existent. No, this translation, no, no. Asad doesn't mean non-existent. Asad means other than sat. Sat means satyam. Asad means other than satyam, meaning mitya. The word asat is used in this text throughout, translated as non-existence, but what it should mean is mitya. Ultimately mitya is non-existent, all right, but then the word asat should mean mitya. What is mitya? That which is not there but appears to be there. The snake is mitya, the snake is not really there but appears to be there. So even this world also is not really there, but appears to be there. What do you mean it's not really there? You ask a scientist, ask a physicist, what is it? He will say there is energy. The tangible matter 
is nothing but manifestation of energy. Energy in turn is manifestation of consciousness. So what really is there is nothing but consciousness. So Uttarakshana, not only that, they will tell you how even the waking world also is subject to being negated, therefore it also cannot be real. Why is it so? So read the next one. How the, this world is negated? Svapno jagarane likaha Svapne pinahi jagaraha Dvayame valay nasti Layo pichyame yornacha says, why is the dream unreal? Why is the dream is mithya? Jagrane alikaha. Alikam is mithya. The dream is proved to be unreal from the standpoint of the waking. Dream is mithya or unreal from the standpoint of the waker. Dream is not mithya from the standpoint of the dreamer. Jagrane alikaha. When you wake up, then you realize that the dream has disappeared. It is alikaha mitya. Because the dream is negated when you wake up. So what the waking? This waking world is not there when I am dreaming. This is also negated. The waking world is negated when I am dreaming. So what is negatable is not real. So just as dream is negated is not real, the waking also is negated. This is the story in, in, in Yoga Vasishtha, where one day, once this King Janaka asks, hey, wait a minute, what is here? What happened there is, it seems that King Janaka had a very nice meal and then he was in the afternoon having a siesta and he dreamt that he was hungry for three days. So then this philosophical question, what is real? This is real or that is real? Because when I am in dream, the hunger is as real as anything else. So, but the dream is not available in waking. Waking is not available in dreaming. I may build palaces in dream, not available in waking. I may have palaces in waking, I may be begging in dream also. And so, however, each one is negated by the other. What is negatable cannot be real. How about both of these fellows, waking and dream? None of them is in deep sleep state. So both waking and dream, both of them are negated in deep sleep. So deep sleep is real? says, no, no. The deep sleep also is not there in waking. The deep sleep also is not there in dream. So deep sleep also is negated by waking and dream. The dream is negated by waking and deep sleep. And waking is negated by the dream and deep sleep. So call it waker. Waker means Vishwa. Dreamer means Tejasa. Sleeper means Pragna. So let us say this fellow is a beggar. is a king. is a minister. So who is real? Is king real? The beggar real? The minister real? He is right now a king. He puts on the costume of beggar. The king is gone. The beggar comes. So beggar is negated the king. 
So when he becomes minister, then this beggar also is gone. So minister negates the king and beggar. Beggar negates the king and minister. And king negates the beggar and minister. Therefore each one negates the other. They call mutual exclusion. One is other is not there. When king is there, the beggar and minister are not there. Mutual exclusion is called negation. So waking negates other two states. Dream negates other two states. Deeply, there are all the three states are what? Mitya. The whole universe consists of three states and Mitya. Then what is Satyam? So next one says, Trayamevam bhavein Mitya Munatrayavinirmitam Asya drashta gunatita Nityo shekas chidat magaha So the king is mithya, the beggar is mithya, the minister is mithya because the king displaces, excludes the beggar, the beggar excludes the minister. The minister, Ekkluda too, they are all Mithya. Is there something that is not negated in all of this? That the king negates the beggar and minister, but the king cannot negate somebody. Whom can it not negate? Huh? What's up? The actor. The king cannot negate the actor. The king negates the beggar, negates the minister, but cannot negate the actor. The Bengal displaces the hearing. When I am thinking of Bengal, only Bengal thought is there. Then when I think of the hearing, the Bengal thought is gone, hearing thought has come, hearing has displaced the Bengal. Then I think of, then I look at the chain. The hearing thought also is gone. Chain thought is coming. So chain is displaced. Hearing. Hearing is replaced. Displaced. Banger. But none of them can displace one thing. What? Gold. So what cannot be negated is Satyam. In all those three, the king and the beggar and the minister, what cannot be negated is what? The actor, the subst- it's called the substratum, or the self, Atma. So similarly also the waker negates the dreamer, and the dreamer negates the sleeper, and the sleeper negates the waker. But all these three cannot negate somebody who? All these, are, all these are roles. Someone is playing the role of the waker by putting on the costume of gross body. Same fellow plays the role of a dreamer by putting on the costume of subtle body. Same one plays the role of a sleeper by putting on the costume of causal body. So waker is called Vishwa. Dreamer is called Taijasa. Sleeper is called Pragna. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's that. But for those who are familiar, says king, minister, beggar, Vishwa, Taijasa, Pragna. Each one displaces the other. But they cannot displace 
the substratum, which is what? The Turi is called Turiya, the fourth. Who is it? The self. Asti, Bhati, Priyam. So, Asya, Drashta, Guna, Tehitaha, Trayam, Evam, Bhavayin, Mithya, Guna, Trayam, So, all these three, the waking, dream and deep sleep, in this manner, Bhavayin, Mithya is all negative. That we call Mithya and Riyam. Gunatre, because it is Vinir Mitam, it is clear from Gunatre, three Gunatre Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. So they say Sattva is predominant in the waking state, Rajas predominant in dream state, Tamas predominant in deep sleep state. How? Because in waking state you know things as they are, the objects are known to you as they are, Sattva. In dream state, lot of projection, rajas. Deep sleep state, darkness and ignorance, tas. So, gunatra, vinirmita, these three states are in fact created from these three gunas. Who is here? Asya dashta gunati, the dashta, the witness of the three, he transcends the three gunas. Dashta, the actor, transcends the king, minister and beggar. Similarly, this drashta transcends the Vishwa Tejasat Pragna. Asya drashta gunatitaha. Nitya, those followers are coming and going. Anitya, drashta is nitya. Eka, they are three. This one is one. Chidatmaka, they are drushya. And they were the inner. This one is the nature of consciousness. So, the real is asya drashta, the substrate of the three which is ekaha, nityaha, chidatmaka, that is the real one. <coughs> so this is how we have to recognize the vityatvam of the duality to recognize the satyatvam of non-duality. Okay. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamada Yapurnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vivagine Vyoma Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantisha Tishanti Hari Om Sri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om